he cried out, realizing someone was crawling up the road right in front of him on the verge. He jammed on the brakes, his midsection slamming back against the seat, and oh my lord in heaven above. He reached in his pocket, then wiped his forehead with a gray bandana. A young woman crawled along the gravel. Her head hung down like an old sick dog's, swaying from side to side. He suspected she didn't even feel the edged gravel pushing into her palms and knees because she barely realized he was there when he knelt in front of her and placed his pecan-colored hand atop her head. Finally, when he said, "'Whoa there, young miss,' she looked up, squinted against even the pale morning sun that caught the gunmetal slick of her eyeshadow, and sat back on her haunches. "Mm "'Mm?' She closed her eyes, swayed then righted herself. Opening them, she rubbed away long, straight blonde hair matted with throw-up. "'You're a light brown man,' she said, "'and your eyes are so blue.' She smiled and swayed again, too far. He reached out and righted her and remembered those punching-bag clowns kids used to play with. Blam, and down they'd go, and then they'd pop right back up for more punishment.' like the human race in general. Well, his mother had never prepared him for this, and he thought about that prayer atop the bridge. He hadn't really asked for this. The girl was packaged in a watermelon-colored dress that had clearly been cut from the vine before it had been allowed to grow all of its skirt. I need to get a TV. Maybe I wouldn't be so shocked by young people. Then he realized girls were dressed like this all the time in Lexington, where he took his produce to the farmer's market once a week. He just wasn't used to seeing them mid-Monday mornings along Route 11. That was it, a matter of context. He certainly didn't want to think of himself as a judgmental old coot. It wasn't like he didn't know what a hangover felt like. Now, that was something a fellow remembered, even though many rings had accumulated on the trees in the woods since. She leaned over and heaved on the roadside grasses. Claudius wasn't much affected by what bodies did, or said, for that matter. He pulled out his bandana again from the back pocket of his gray work pants while waiting for her to finish. He'd get her a Coke. A cold bottle of that worked miracles, and there was that liquor store just around the corner— They tried to call it a convenience store, but it was only convenient if you were trying to buy a case of light beer. When she straightened, he wiped her face. You look like you had a rough time of it. She nodded and moaned softly. Even amid the gravel and the hard night before, the effects thereof sadly evident, he pitied her. So young and lovely. And here she was, side of the road, in her pretty party dress. Not from around here. Poor thing couldn't have been much past twenty years old. I'm sorry, she said. Let me help you up. He guided her to her feet, his knees feeling that stiffness again. Come on, I'll get you back to my farm and you can sleep it off. Then we'll see who you are. Limply following his lead, she handed him a small purse that had been hanging crosswise over her shoulder, tanned arms and legs putting Claudius in mind of the weeping willow his father planted for his mother when Claudius was only eighteen. She didn't argue, 
which made sense considering what she was doing in the first place. She probably needs to argue with life a little more than she does. Well, don't we all? It wasn't as if his life had made much of a difference to anybody but his parents, and the animals, and the land. There was that, of course. He helped her into the passenger seat, smelled the sourness of her breath as he buckled her in, thankful for her sake he wouldn't hurt even a garter snake, glad he'd found her before someone else had, someone of dubious intent. He settled her purse next to her, then wiped the gravel from her knees and palms. Maybe he'd sneak in a word or two that she might want to be more careful in the future. Once at the farmhouse, the bungalow-style place where he was born, just big enough for mother, father, and himself, he led her upstairs to the room the evangelist...